steal you for a sec? Hello and welcome. My name is Karen. And my name is Ashley and this is Hey, Can I Steal You for a Sec? Just like you, we are both extremely opinionated about The Bachelor and all things related, so we decided to move our group chat from our phones to your ears. We're going to talk a lot of shit, but by no means are we condoning any hate being sent to anyone who has been part of the show. Do what we do and send that to your group chat. We're not saying you can't be an asshole, but just be a kind asshole. Also, if you truly don't like someone from the show, hit them where it hurts the most and don't boost up their engagement numbers by commenting on their social media post. If you're looking for a podcast where your host won't body shame or sex positive and committed to anti-racism work, then welcome. Hi. Hello. What's up? We made it. Yeah. We made, I didn't know if we'd ever get to this point of recording this it episode. Just it took us for fucking ever. I, I, mean, I started ready? recording the video about 28 minutes oh ago. Oh my God. Yeah. It took us, for, we've been sitting here for 28 minutes waiting for Jimmy to get his shit together. This time I will blame <laughs> Jimmy. Well, I like to think about saving the audience from listening to those 20 minutes of you going back we and forth. We would never. Oh, you think that we're going to not do that while we're, we're still recording? Here's, but we're not going to do 28 minutes of it. We never do that. Not yet. No, 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 Stay no, no, Stay tuned, no. guys. No, no, when no, we no. get real comfortable. Um, just as we promised you, we told, we would, we said we would tell you what we talked about before recording. And just so you guys know, it's still about, uh, Marines. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, as you were saying that sentence, I literally couldn't remember what we were talking about. It was about. too long ago. And I was like, hopefully she remembers. Was, she's not hoping I'm going to come in because I can't remember what we were talking about was, four minutes ago. Yeah. So, but anyways, just so you know, that's what we're talking about and trying to get Jimmy to finally record. So, I mean, this guy, he sits here and he just waits and he waits and he's like, well, Are you guys ready? And we're like, We're waiting for you to tell us you're ready. And it's a whole freaking thing every single time. And I just, I'm tired of it, Jimmy. I'm fucking tired of it. Also, right before <laughs> recording, I did scream into this microphone. She did. Felt really good. So that's what you have in store for you today. And that's um, why you should sign up for our Patreon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> of which we did. They're going to go look for one. We don't. We, we don't, don't have, have one. one. We don't um, have one. You know, you could Venmo us if you ever wanted you to. Know, felt so inclined. We I'm just kidding. do this for free because, you know, we're it's just, our gift to you. It's We're just so passionate about doing good work for good causes. And yeah. this is just one of the few it's, that we donate our time to. It's really, truly like just one of our passion projects. It's, yeah. And it doesn't make us better people, but we no. are better people. But we are better than everybody. Right. Anyways, Anyways. I'm going to stop the vocal right now. <laughs> okay. So um, we, we actually have a, have a lot to cover. And yeah. so we can't spend 28 minutes talking about anything. No, because there is some Bachelor news I'd like to for Karen us to discuss. Karen is excited to bring to you the Bachelor news segment in which we do not have a sound for. Which we've been talking about having a sound for <laughs> for totally three kidding. seasons now. <laughs> Even like four, because there's the season that nobody will ever hear, which is Matt's season, which is where the original idea came from to have a Bachelor News sound. Bachelor News. So, Jimmy, just like that. if you want to just note that, that we don't have that, that'd be great. My favorite thing to do after we record is read Jimmy's notes. They're really funny. He's always annoyed with us. Always. Seems. And I just enjoy it a lot. Lots but, of underlining yeah. and bolding. But Karen... Let us know what that first piece of Bachelor news is. There's two. Yeah, okay. So the first one is the talk of the town, although nobody wants think nobody's wants to talk about it. I, there's a lot of feelings about this. <laughs> a lot of strong feelings about Katie's 12 days of messiness. Very intense feelings. I was convinced that she must have like skinned a dog alive on yeah. her on her Instagram at some point. You would think she fucking did with the reactions this thing is getting. It's so intense. Like it's like, so so intense how angry people are at her for doing Even this. Even Twitter's pissed. And what I think is really funny about it is that they're like nobody asked for this and i was like she literally literally someone did did a poll where she asked should i do this yes or no and the poll was yes and because it's her followers who follow her right. who want it also before she put the poll someone asked her to do it right and then she said should i do it because someone asked her to so none of it was her idea so it's fine if you don't like her. Why are you even bothering you to her? follow her? Because it obviously takes like such a huge impact on these people's day because they are. It's not even just like, oh, I don't like her. This is so annoying. It is like she's the worst, yeah. most 
awful, evil person. Leave these men alone. Yeah. Thomas is happy in a relationship. How dare she? I don't think they care. I mean, I know Becca unfollowed her afterwards. Right. Which, which I don't is know. silly to me. I think it's silly. I think the whole thing is silly. I think it's funny. Yeah. Uh, she's doing this. Yeah. It's cute. It's funny. And also a normal... Like, nothing is normal when you dated 30 guys on TV. No. And so, like, would... Would someone who's like not a reality television, would you post the things Katie's posting about her ex-boyfriends? Probably not. No. But her ex-boyfriends are very publicly her ex-boyfriends and they were all her ex-boyfriends at the exact same time. Also, so it's not weird that she would comment on it the way she's commenting on it. I'm enjoying the messiness. I don't I love I wouldn't it. complain about somebody doing this every season. Like, it's I think funny. it's funny. It's cute. It's kitschy. Like, I don't know. It's fitting for her personality to do that stuff. If you yeah. don't like her, that's totally fine. I'm indifferent at this point, really. I don't dislike her. And I used to be really into her, but now I'm like, eh, she's a little bit annoying, whatever. It's fine. But the second that her Instagram is like, impeding on my peace i will unfollow (laughs) there's a i can't even think of this off the top of my head but there are plenty of celebrities that irritate me and i simply do not engage with them and therefore that's why i can't think of any off the top of my head right now well there's been people and specifically bachelor nation that i followed that at some point i was like oh they're annoying me and i have literally gone and unfollowed them because i was like i'm done season <laughs> I was like, I love them, and now I'm like, Tyler C oh, bothers the shit out of me now. I feel bad about it, but like, yeah. I just unfollowed. Yeah. Nothing against him. It's just I didn't like his social media persona, True. and so I unfollowed him. Right, right, right. It right. is what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it. I just think it's really interesting to see how just like aggressively people Anti-Katie are, Katie people yeah, are, and like just like how like. It, it it's seems like, like the are, reaction is loaded with other stuff. Like, it's not yeah. actually about this. It's, it's not about, even actually about Katie, I again, don't think. I feel like so much of it is still, like, the narrative that people have, have made up of her. Yeah. And look, there's, again, I will, I've said this time and time again. There are things she could have done better. There are stuff we can talk about, of course, of course, of course. But it's but just... she's on a fucking reality dating show. We don't need to put these people on such high pedestals. Like, that's my thing, is I'm like, they're regular fucking people that mm-hmm. went on a weird TV show, and now we expect them to be well-versed in every geopolitical everything and all this stuff, and it's like, they're just regular fucking people with regular fucking jobs. And, right. like, if you were talking to a, a, a normal, everyday person, would you expect them to live up to the standards that you're applying to someone like Katie or Michelle or Tyler C or whatever, whoever the fuck you want it to be? Like, no. And they're the funniest just people. thing about it is that people are complaining about how she's trying to, like, get all the spotlight and all the stuff, which I'm like, yeah, she's an influencer. Now that's what they do. That's she's what they all how do. she makes her money. Literally, I could have that complaint about every single Bachelor Nation person, but that wouldn't make sense because right. there are literally, their employment is Instagram. Yeah. So, yes, they need attention. The only person I can think of immediately that didn't do that was Michelle. Michelle just went back to her job and kind of did it. And that's great too. Uh, But listen, if I went on a fucking reality show and came back and had a gajillion followers on Instagram, you bet your ass I would quit my job and be an influencer. That sounds freaking cool. Yeah. That sounds like I would enjoy that. Also, (laughs) if you don't want her to get attention, stop giving her goddamn fucking attention. And if you're so concerned about Michelle not getting enough attention on her season because Katie's too busy doing her 12 days of messiness that are... Oh, is that an argument? Well, that apparently (laughs) um, is insignificant, but significant enough to steal attention away from Michelle, but still is still insignificant because she doesn't matter. I don't know which one they are on. They say that both things exist at the same time, and I'm like, but... Listen, if we're gonna... Is it... Is it that she's so insignificant that she could not that doesn't matter get anyone's attention, or is it that she's getting so much attention that she's, she's taking ruining away from Michelle's season? Which by how? using social media. Listen, if we're gonna blame <laughs> anyone for whatever low numbers might be happening viewership wise for Michelle, it has everything to do with whoever decided to do this many Bachelor seasons back to back, and has nothing to do with Katie. Like. I, what? <sighs> Anyways, I really enjoy the messiness. I think it's. I I don't listen to Taylor Swift, so I don't really get the full context of the song. But I get I mean, like the, the general gist. I knew you were trouble. But that's so, the yeah. thing. Like I can get certain <laughs> yeah. parts of it. I thought the Thomas one really didn't even like was that big of a deal. Like no. it was funny considering the context of everything that happened. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Oh, lol, because yeah. he was like a big villain. But now we all kind of like him from bit. That's so funny and quirky. Whatever. Yeah, cool. Let's fine. move on. That's how, that's what my brain went through when I saw it. Right. And then. And then, whatever and then reason, my brain told me to go on Reddit, and I was like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Listen, if you guys, um, our first mini-sode will be me 
uh, Ashley, who is a major Swifty, unlike Karen, who doesn't really listen to Taylor Swift. I respect. Um, I no, respect like the hustle. nothing bad. No, no, no. I, I don't bad. not listen to her because I, no, I feel it's like just not your vibe. She has that where either you either super love her or, or you, you super hate her. But I'm like, I just, I just don't listen. It's okay. She's friends with me, and I, I will vouch. <laughs> she's never been like, what the fuck, Ashley? You're too into Taylor, which I am. I am too into her, but. <laughs> Um, not the point. Our first mini so will just be me analyzing Katie's song choices um, with the guy because I know those songs like the back of my hand. Um, so also she's tuned. She's posting screenshots of the guys reacting to it or being like, "Where's mine?" So I think it's fucking I think fine. They're okay. Let's all move on I from Katie. Okay. I can't with people. Uh, so the next thing, which <laughs> this is, big, I'm very excited about. Big this. old headline is uh, Hannah Brown bangs I'm, Plain Boy. Listen, listen. His during the premiere or the screening of his season. I am Peter. really excited to talk about Hannah. Because <laughs> we didn't have a podcast when she was on. And I fucking love that woman. I really do. Well, she in her book, she just pretty much shares that um, while Peter Weber's season of The Bachelor was airing, um, her and Peter ran into each other at a party for Dylan and Hannah G, yeah. who were also on the on the Bachelor and Bachelorette from previous seasons. Um, I think it's their engagement party or yeah, something. something like that. And Peter was like, "Oh my gosh, I have so much to tell you!" And they ended up in a bed together and uh, had sex. And my favorite part of it was her being like, <laughs> "It wasn't very good." Yeah, I fucking well, love her. And a lot of it had to do with Peter was thinking about like Maddie, Maddie Pruitt and. It was Which, just a messy, like, like hookup again with an ex. I can't wait to read that book. I'm going to be at Barnes & Noble on Tuesday you'll purchasing have, it. Have I will to tell let me. you guys know yeah. about it. Um, I, I have never bought a book by a Bachelor Nation person, but I can't emphasize enough truly how much I love Hannah Brown. When actually, origin story of all of this, uh-huh. the first original username for our Instagram account when I started the fan account back March 2020 was Hannah Brown's stan account. Oh my god, you yeah. remember that? I remember when you made that, And yeah. then after like two months, I had to change it because I was getting like angry messages from people who felt I should only be posting Hannah-related content. Right. Even though my bio said like Bachelor fan, and so I switched it to what it is now, which is, hey, can I sleep for a second? Yeah. So thanks, Hannah. But yeah, so Hannah and Peter hooked up uh... Right after he finished filming his season, yeah, which I mean, who, whatever, uh, I uh, so many people hook up with their exes after yeah. stuff. So I'm if anything, not completely shocked. He's if, also the guy that made her orgasm four times in a night. So in a windmill. So congrats. I mean, I mean, I would go back to. <laughs> but no, I think if I was going to question someone's intentions, there it would be Peter's, not Hannah's. If he's still like hung up on Maddie. But I don't really give a shit. Like, I yeah, don't... They I thought can about that, hook too. Up with I was they like, want. oh, my God. That's, like, in the middle of all of the, like, Hannah... Hannah Hannah... Maddie... Hannah, I assume at yeah. that point... My assumption timeline-wise, or at least what I would assume Hannah was aware of, is that Hannah Ann and him had broken up. Yeah. And he hadn't yet gotten into it with Maddie. Mm-hmm. And the whole Barb... So, oh, my gosh, all that situation. And so I imagine it was all an in-between moment. Which is so even funnier, funny. actually. That's almost an even p- more hilarious because then that means he had three women yeah. that he was figuring it out with. Yeah. Why did they choose him for Bachelor? Both of them, two of the three named Hannah. Yeah. Well, now Maddie Pruitt's a Christian influencer who's yeah. promoting a prayer app. <laughs> <laughs> and she does those um, like talks she where she's like, and Jesus. then I went to the store and then looked. I found and Jesus found in the rice aisle. It's like there's like and an echo after every word that yeah, she says. I can picture it exactly how you were thinking it. Oh, I pictured man. that. I've, I've been sent, to too many of like church conferences yeah. when I was uh, trying to convince myself that that was me. And I, same. It, every time I watch a, a video comes up about her, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, this reminds me of like every that. single Christian speaker I've ever yeah. seen in my entire life. Yeah. Nope. Like sh- whatever. She can do whatever she wants. She it's can not do, hurting she me. She doesn't bother me. Uh, it's not hurting me uh, as long it, as she's not trying to, you know. She doesn't seem like the asshole type of it. No. She seems like she really feels like this is her calling and yeah, good for which her. Is cool. Um I did send Karen and Jimmy a video of her doing it once and I was like does it make me like an asshole that I just kind of laughed? And it just because it like it was like how you were describing it. it's that echoey like it's just very cheesy seeming. It's like slam poem. Yeah. Like slam poetry performances. It gives me the yeah. same uncomfortable vibe as that. That's what I thought when you sent that to me. I was like, yeah, it's like how we make fun of slam poetry. Yeah. It's the same way I'd make fun of this where it's exactly. just there's a certain cadence that always goes with it. It's just funny it that stop. everyone just uses that cadence <laughs> with it every single time. Yeah. It works apparently. So that is Bachelor News. Bachelor News. There's your sound effect. Um, just leave people alone. Um, um, so, anyways, <laughs> we 
are in Minnesota. We're Minnesota. not. We're in California. But the show's in Minnesota. Right. I didn't want to make it confusing. So Michelle and the boys fly out to Minnesota, Minneapolis, where Michelle is from. They sold the shit out of the state. They were like so interested in making sure we loved Minneapolis. Like the number of things they did to try to get us super on board with Minneapolis. I was like, I didn't hate Minneapolis. We're fine. No. I didn't need to be convinced. I mean, the Midwest isn't exactly a place for me. Right. But like, I wasn't like, oh, but they really went out of their way to like push. Yes, they did. The features of this place on us. So the boys all meet up with Michelle, and then Michelle's like, "Hi," and she's like, "Guess what? This is gonna today. be a one-on-one date today." And Chris is like, "It's gotta be me." I yeah 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 yeah. It's like that NSYNC song where he's like, it's gonna be me. And I was like, "That's gonna be Joe, right?" Because that's kind of cute. Here's my. Th- I've told Jimmy this about Joe. I realized this okay. during this episode, which obviously she like had to a hundred percent have a crush on him when she saw him for whatever Mister and Mrs. Ba- uh, basketball thing happened. Because they was had it at the exact same time. They had because I would assume that if they were doing a Mister and Miss, because it was the same year. Okay, so she got runner up the same year he won Mister basketball. Okay. So. I- there's no way they have like a Mr. Basketball event and a Miss Basketball. I don't know. They don't separately. like boys and girls mixing, Karen. But I've been in sports this and is stuff, the Midwest. and like reward, <laughs> like award things like that. They, there's always like some sort of conference. Like teams come to. I, I it's think, possible. I think she saw him and was like, "Oh, he's cute," and was like, "Oh, whatever." And then she got runner up, and that sucked. And she was focused on that. But she probably saw him and was like, "Oh, like how cute." And then when she reconnected, or not reconnected, but when she connected with him on when DMs, he ghosted her she was probably like oh like in the back of her head as any of us would be like oh like how cute would it be if like we ended up dating because like we had this like connect like we have this thing that we share in common back then in our adolescence right now we're adults and now we're dating and then now she's on the show and it's kind of like this cute story yeah to tell yourself about how you met your husband or whatever just forget the ghosting aspect of it and then it's a cute story in itself can be kind of like a cute-ish part of or like a like and then your dad you know ghosted me me. what a dick he's like oh my god honey stop bringing that like it's it's all like contributing to this really funny romantic comedy story they would say ghosted because it's like (laughs) (laughs) and like joe joe is adorable he seems to have a good head on his shoulders and all that stuff so I, i think she has a very like potentially long-ish lasting crush where it wasn't like persistent but because he keeps popping up there has to be a part of her that's like well she kind of said that she said like how wild like we were basically like right next to each other this whole time especially if she's like religious or believes in some sort of like a universal situation then i think people who have those beliefs when when i had those beliefs like i would be like this has to mean something right now i'm just like life is fucking weird everything's a coincidence nothing matters never had it's okay if you disagree i've never had those (laughs) beliefs so let me know what that's like so i i think that that is feeding into like her perspective of joe not to say that joe isn't great i I don't think it's even a a theory you have i think it's true because michelle kind of alludes to it in a sense when in one of her talking head moments where she was like how crazy is it that like we were we were neighbors essentially like we were right next we've been so close this whole time and this is what it took yeah you know and so i think that is and that's happened before on the show i can't think of a specific example where people from the same city end up meeting on the show and they're like how crazy is it that we had to go on this show in california right to meet when we're both from tennessee or whatever the hell and it's I've from i've had like pretty weird like things like that with some of my exes before where yeah. it's like whoa we had the same birthday whoa we were born in the same hospital we were on the same like floor and yeah. like how cute and then like that has to mean something no it doesn't no. it's okay <laughs> it, you know what if it works out you can say it means something and it's fine yeah, like, exactly that's, that's okay and we don't we don't care it's fine but uh so they go on a one-on-one date because joe gets chosen this obviously date? because it's like they're both of their hometown so that's a yeah, really makes cute total thing sense. to experience with i mean i mean martin said it he's like well of course like yeah he gets to have these really special moment with her so much sense i have to say this date stressed me out in the sense that they did all, they covered so much. They went to the baseball stadium <laughs> for like five minutes. For five seconds, there were no fans there yet. So they went like before the game started, first of all, because like there was no one there. And like they, she threw the first pitch of many. There's always more than one first pitch if you go to a baseball game. But, um, but like 
there was nobody there yet. Like, there was, like, a few people, like, scattered. But that was funny. And that makes sense, because, like, they're not trying to spoil the show at a big event, I guess. But, like, anyways. And then they drive across town, because I imagine she's probably grew up in a suburb, not necessarily Minneapolis. And so they had to then gr- drive out of the city, away from the baseball stadium. I don't know what the twins With the whole crew. Came. Yeah, with everybody. And then set up at the high school. I'm sure they were set up and ready to go at the high school. But she arrives at the high school. And then they got to do a whole thing at the high school. This date was busy. busy. I would have been tired at the end of the day for sure. Yeah, but it was, uh, it it was, was cute. cute. It was cute. And it, and it fed more into that whole, like storyline yeah you this know? is our city and like this is our da, da, city da. now now you get to visit my school see who i was in yeah. high school we get to talk about who you were in high school here's my locker i by the way I, we went to the same <laughs> high school do you remember your locker because i don't um one I of them not. i remember the area maybe two of them i could i know i remember two general areas but i don't think i could show you the exact locker. i remember two general areas but i remember one locker specifically okay by the number i can picture uh wow really yeah interesting i can't I couldn't even tell you how many digits are in the numbers of our Four. lockers. Okay. You're I believe welcome. you because I have no yeah. idea. I was by the boys' bathroom. I remember very vividly because... Oh. I had one in the front hallway where the doors are. Yeah. And then I had one back uh, by the robotics room. Nice. There you this go. is only for us. I mean, people give a shit, right? <laughs> um, so, this is the, hey, this is what you signed up for. <laughs> so yeah, so they're doing all the like the school memory stuff. lane thing. She kicks his ass at, at basketball. basketball we love to was see fucking it. Hilarious, because um, I was like, dude, I you loved, literally play. I loved her comment of like, it's not that you're getting beat by a girl; it's that you're getting beat by a girl in a dress. Yeah. And I was like, that's yeah, it's different. It's different to play basketball in a dress. I was also wondering during this day like what does joe do what's his For a job job now um i mean i can pull up our if you want to yeah. wait a second or if you want to talk while i figure it out so i was just wondering that because obviously later on he talks about his experience with basketball which we'll get into a little bit deeper but um i do like that michelle at some point was like you remind me of my dad and my brother and i, I like, caught that and i was like okay. oh i was like i don't think that's i get it but i get what you were she saying comes from like a healthy family so that's probably like a better thing i know but i like feel like normally most people saying that would be you know like i think like she does want to have a relationship right. like her mom and dad and she would love to date someone like her dad because her dad seems like a pretty great example of what a partner should be right so when i thought about it like that i was like oh right like through her lens not mine <laughs> well but even then like i have a pretty good relationship with my dad right like i don't want to date someone like my dad i love my dad he's like right. one of my favorite people but like i don't i don't know I well, I don't want to date someone that has the same job as my dad for sure. And then um, also, by the way, speaking of jobs, uh, Joe is a real estate developer. Oh, okay. From Minneapolis, Minnesota. And just as a, since I have it open, he's scared of spiders, loves snacks. He wants to travel to the Galapagos Islands one day. Same. Oh, that was a cool fun um, fact of his. He played basketball for the University of Minnesota, which we knew. Um, oh, he's followed by Chelsea on Instagram, and he hasn't posted on Instagram since 2020. That's probably from who 2020. Chelsea made the TikTok about. I'm <laughs> just kidding. All <laughs> right. But anyways, since we had it open. But yeah, so he's a real in real estate. Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen that TikTok, it's just Chelsea saying like, I'm never going to date any yeah. bachelor man ever again. And then like um, some no- sound And she sees on Michelle's guys. And then she's like, oh, wait, but Michelle's guys. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, I don't think that I would necessarily be looking for the qualities in a person that emulate my dad or my brother. Right. I've got two brothers. I mean, <laughs> I know my parents are I want someone like not Matthew. an ideal. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's seven. Um, so, so they do that and then um, they, the they go to the night portion of their date. And we make bachelor history Oh, with a fucking trigger warning. Yeah, we got a trigger warning, which was really good. Now, it's interesting that we didn't get one three episodes ago <laughs> yeah. in the same season, but clearly they, they heard. finally heard us. Yeah. I mean, but we've been talking about that since Forever. even like uh, for several seasons. Yeah, it's come, up. it's come up multiple times. I'm not. I mean, I guess we shouldn't. You know, bite the hand that feeds you. They did it. We're happy. Let's hope they continue to do that and don't have to be called out every time before they do it. It's just nice. But thank you for so, that. Um, so Joe, here's your trigger warning. <laughs> I guess right. Joe shares about his experience um, playing basketball. How how um, it's such a big part of your identity when you're an athlete, which is yeah so fucking true it's your whole fucking life and your whole freaking yeah identity like you said everything you've worked for totally i mean and when you're good at it it's like what you're gearing your future your career everything Everything. um and you and in order to be good at it everything has to be about that you know so that's the route he was going in and then he talks about how he had 
gotten a couple of different injuries and one of them required surgery one of them required surgery which then became bot surgery which i was like lawsuit like i don't know well and like i was what's crazy is i'm sitting here and like karen knows this but like in the last year and a half my sister yeah who same story as joe like huge athlete her whole life goes to college for it blah 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 gets injured I mean, so so many times. Uh, eventually, has she had surgery last year. Surgery goes wrong. Ends up having five surgeries. She can't do the job she was going to do. Like all these things. There's no lawsuit to be had. It's crazy. Yeah. So I thought the same thing. I was like, um, sue him. But then I was like, apparently, it's not Probably as easy as not. you think. Yeah. So he has to do that, and then basically, a, a what becomes a part of his identity is an injured athlete. Yeah. Because. Which after, is such a thing. He's doing physical therapy before trainings, after trainings. He's he's having to do like it doesn't sound like a lot, but he's having to do the whole process of like icing, elevating, resting, like having to do this whole healing process right. every time he tries and plays basketball. Right. Which is such a taxing and time consuming thing. And it's emotionally taxing too to have to heal an injury, which is why athletes a lot of the time we'll play through injuries yeah. because going through the motions of yeah. having to heal it and be patient is just like too much. Right. And then to be doing all that extra work to not be as good as you were before because of said injury is like equally as frustrating because yeah. you're like, I'm doing all of this and I'm still yeah. not even playing to the standard that I want to be playing at. Yeah. And it's such as like, specific experience to have i mean there's literal psychologists and clinicians who specialize in right like i mean like i know this for that reason i obviously you it's not obvious because it's a podcast but if you look at me you can tell i am not an athlete um but like i didn't know that that was a thing until my sister went through all of this Mm -hmm. and you know was referred to someone because you have this your identity your whole fucking life and now all of a sudden you have to sit still yeah. And you've never sat still. And he said it too. He's like, I got to a point where I was just like, who am I now? Because yeah. who are you now? And like, I've had to quit a sport that was like right. my entire life and was going to be my college, my yeah. everything. And I had no plan outside of it. Mm-hmm. And I had to do that earlier, thankfully, because I feel like going through it like post like teenage years, yeah. like in my 20s would have been much harder than when I was 16. But even at 16, it was like, fuck. Right. I got two years to figure out what the fuck I am because now I have to decide what I'm going to do. What am I going to major in? Who am I going to be? What uh, schools am I going to go to since I'm not getting a scholarship now and yeah. can't afford it? So it's like I can't imagine being at his level, which yeah. he's obviously probably was really amazing to be pro possibly. Pro, right. And then like lost it all. Yeah. So rough. it was a rough conversation. And, he, and, and it was cool because I love the this moment where he he was crying or like visibly upset. I don't know if he was like crying, crying, but he was crying. He looked at her and well, I don't know at this exact moment, I oh. but, um, but he looked at her and he just said, thank you for asking. Oh and yeah. It, and I was just so was like, sweet. that was so cute. Cause it's like, people don't always ask. It's uncomfortable and awkward to ask. Like someone's had an injury. Like, what do you say? What do you do? How do you talk to them? And it's like, you can just ask like, and sometimes people don't want to be at, it's obviously so dependent on each individual mm, person, but right, like, right. Um, I just love that. Like, thanks for asking because he seemed very relieved to get to say something. Yeah, and then and then for, to have her relate to it and like as a basketball player and mm-hmm. all that. Like, and it just I love that. I so. did like her response at some point where she was like, "But you did that." Like when yeah. he was talking about like trying to move past it and stuff, and she was just like, "But you did that." Yeah. Like she was just like, uh, she's just so good at um handling those types of conversations she's a very effective communicator very effective um she does work with younger children and that could be just a skill that she has yeah, like honestly not every teacher is an effective no, communicator not. at all so. i mean we know this <laughs> yes. by being in school for as long as we have um but yeah i just feel like she has very good communication skills i assume she probably also learned it from her parents who seems to have a very say. stellar uh i think that was the, probably the biggest influence on um, her communication uh style but yeah she actually did on the topic of her being a teacher she said something i don't remember if it was on joe's date or in the other one on one that we'll talk about but she said so, i think it was joe's because she was talking about her dad and she said like he models certain behavior and that is such a teachery phrase the term model is mm. like a it's thrown at you if you go to teacher school every other fucking word that people say is the word modeling mm-hmm. model for the students model and so when she said it i was just i know it's a normal word to say mm-hmm. but i was like that's a teacher word. Like, I just caught it immediately. Yeah. So they they had a really good conversation. They had a nice, long smooch. 
I wrote down that he looks like a good kisser, but we could have cut that scene by half. Honestly, it was a very long kissing scene. I don't remember the kissing scene so much because I was watching this at one in the morning and I wasn't fully uh, watching the whole time. I was listening. So I'm, I guess I got to miss out on that. I'm okay with it. Yeah. And then uh, I noted at the end of this for mm-hmm. myself because I want Michelle to be pick the person that loves her the most and that she loves the most and obviously as much as i like joe i still think that michelle likes joe a lot more than joe likes her interesting and i don't want that dynamic for her there was an indication in the preview that she's concerned about the same look, not necessarily specifically to joe look, but i wrote it right here oh look right at you. here I'm so, so before, the, before the preview even happened also your like notes thing is really cute thank I, you i would love to know the template you're using I'll later you know. on i Thanks. bought them cool. um <laughs> so i i just i don't know what it is i think he okay i think he does like her i just think i want her to be with someone who's like wow like i can't believe I wonder you though. You want to be with me to some extent. Yeah. Not like an extreme extent, but to some extent where with Joe, I feel like he's like, okay. I wonder though, too, if part of that is him being guarded because he said specifically, he said, I think he used the word guarded. Like I my hit his dad was very guarded. He's very guarded. Sure. Like I wonder if he like is also super into her and he's just not quite showing it as much yet yeah. because like she's dating 11 sure. other people and like maybe he's like well shit yeah i think he's into her i just think she's more into him than, maybe than he's i think into her. like you were saying earlier i think she's very invested in the narrative that surrounds their relationship and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing but i don't want it to like blind her to yeah. reality or like would that be awesome if she ends up with a guy from who doesn't even have to move for her yeah because yeah. like likely the guy she ends up with is probably gonna have to move to minneapolis because she's very tied to where she lives yeah, her career also there. like her career's there and it's not it's not always simple for teachers to switch states it can be but sometimes but it depends on what state you're coming from mm-hmm. and so and what state you're going to i have no idea how minneapolis or minnesota whatever works but for that but not even if her career wasn't specific to minnesota her family's there and she seems very like part of her personality is the fact that that's her where she lives yeah it's so it'll be interesting actually sidebar did we talk about this last week um speaking of people being tied to where they live uh joe and serena are moving to new york oh yeah and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so sidebar bachelor news moment joe wouldn't wouldn't leave chicago for kendall but clearly i'm not judging him for it at all i'm just saying like this clearly shows me yeah. that serena is yeah more for him also, in a different way i mean not that this is the the major reason but you know chicago to la chicago to new oh, york oh way better i would they, much I more comparable better no, no, no. i was just gonna more say comparable <laughs> like they're both different they both have a similar city vibe yeah versus la which we under we know la very well it's not it's a city but in a very different way it's than new york and chicago s- yeah, are yeah they're, it's not I would the say same chicago and new york have a m- closer vibe than chicago and la do two of my favorite places i visited so, honestly so yeah anyways i had to point that out but moving on to the moving group date, on to the group date. don't want to make you listen for 16 hours hey if you love us that much please do though uh, uh so yeah so group date is everybody but nate mm-hmm. and joe well yeah obviously uh, but they're uh, first it seems like a football date and i was like oh where is the ambulance the how the fuck s- is this gonna go like bad like someone always gets hurt someone always tries to be too tough someone injures someone else it's a whole thing apparently there was nothing for me to worry about well there were no ambulances in the preview so you should have known because they they hyped that shit up that's true so much but i loved how much they let the guys think it was going to be like the Vikings coming like of of the actual football team. And all the guys were like excited as you would be if you were about to meet like a bunch of professional athletes, probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're into sports, that would be exciting. That was me. Yawning. And I heard that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm about to yawn because of it. So thanks so much. I totally thought that the Vikings team was going to be like the mini Vikings team, like the little like all the little, little, kids. little kid Vikings <laughs> team. You know, I thought yeah. that would have been cute because, you know, the yeah. whole kid thing with her. A bunch of old men. Nope. Just some dressed dudes dressed up as Vikings, Vikings. which I love just as much. Guys were like, okay, cool. Uh, by the way, just uh, as part while all of this is going on, Chris is pouting the whole time. Oh yeah, um, I just thought I would point that out. So they, the picture. they get changed into their Viking outfits, and Chris <laughs> is obviously half man, half horse. Um, that was he was a horse's ass. He was a horse's ass. Yes, it was fucking funny. Um, so they go out and they're doing a couple of different things. There is some arm wrestling. At one point, we get to see Rodney and Michelle do a really awesome handshake together. 
how wonderful was it when Chris, I think Chris went up against like Clayton or Olu or Olu. someone who was buff. Um, and Michelle literally laughed out loud. When they called the names, Michelle laughed out loud. Yes. And I was just like. <laughs> and Olu was like, I'm ready to wipe that smirk oh off his face. God. And Chris, which the most relatable moment ever where he was like, can I just uh, forfeit? I know. And Michelle was like, no. no. But I was like, let them. Like, oh. I would have I mean, for the same thing. There's nothing bad I could say about that moment for him because at any one of us would have been would like, no. Because what's the point? No point We're at all. We're going to lose. Yeah. Or he'll break our arm off and we're going to lose. Like, Either way. And at least with forfeiting, you keep your arm. So, yeah. So there was a bunch of like, you know. Oh, they got to eat nasty food. At some point it was crunchy when it probably didn't want it to be <laughs> didn't crunchy. Didn't want it to be crunchy. Um, Chris flat out just didn't do it. Which Brandon like, went all in for Brandon it. Brandon went so far that later when he kissed Michelle, she was like, um, yeah. no, <laughs> a lot of fish. Uh, so yeah, so that was the date. It was a pretty standard, like, yeah. And obviously, the winner of the day was fucking Clayton because he's, he's the football guy. He's, he he's looks like Viking a football guy. Di- he looks like a Viking. Yeah. Oh, I also really liked uh, when they all did like the war cry. And well, okay, this is going to be a yawning podcast. So sorry. Um, Karen started it, uh, and Clayton went, and then someone else went, and someone else went, and then Chris went, and it was like nothing. And even the, like the Viking dudes were like, "Dude, what the fuck?" I know. Anyways, I'm just enjoying shitting on Chris. Yeah. So then we go to the night portion of that, and Michelle's wearing a stellar fucking dress yet again. This whole Every time season, she just been, she's looked fantastic ugh, the whole amazing. time. And uh, we see her talking to Clayton a little bit more. He asks like a, I don't know, he this asks is questions. The most, this is the most screen time Clayton's gotten yeah. the whole season. At, and I still don't really know anything about yeah. him. Mind you, like, I, I don't dislike the guy. I just still, like, I don't understand what's happening when he I comes up. I don't know who I, he is. I don't get anything. And yeah. so, but he's asking her questions, which is great because sometimes guys don't ask questions when they're dating people mm-hmm. and it's kind of annoying because you ask questions and then you wait for them to go, and you, and they never do. Yeah, it's weird. Anyways, so Clayton's asking questions to Michelle about her, what made her so confident blah 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 and i'm really like oh i want to hear them talk because i don't know anything about their relationship dynamic right. i don't know anything about clayton and instead the editors go we're gonna do talking head of clayton saying this is going so well and i'm like great i want to watch it go well because yeah. i don't i don't, I don't know. believe you because i haven't <laughs> seen it sir and that's he seems like a very nice guy but i don't know anything about this I man don't. And, and we're getting down to what like at the end of this episode it's what nine or ten guys left Something like that. And he's so, still there. And he's still there. And I'm like, I feel like I know a little bit about all of them now. Um, I don't know a ton about him. I don't know where he's from, but that's okay. Whatever. Missouri. He's... I don't know why I said it like that, but Missouri. Oh, okay. I think, right? Probably. I believe you. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter to me, so but I'm glad you know. They are that. And then, um, and then the rest of the mm-hmm. entire thing is just... Well, I wanted to mention that I was watching Brandon and Michelle be really cute, and I put a bunch of vomit emojis because they were so <laughs> cute. Um, and then thank you for that. And then Casey asks Chris if he thinks everybody stepped up since he was paying attention last time. I which I love, love the that. way that Casey the way framed the question. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, how do you feel since you know you since this was your issue? You had the issue last time." Which I do want to note: the guys really were like doing what they should have been doing like they were celebrating with michelle they went and gave her a kiss they went and picked her up they were giving her yeah. attention they like, heard her they I didn't like, hear chris good they changed their behavior because of michelle and not then, because chris asked them to at some point olu tells chris there's a reason you were a donkey oh my, oh god. my god olu and his like interviews are so funny because he's just like He's got little insults. He's throwing them out there, and he doesn't do it to people's faces a lot. He's like seems very composed in front of people. Yeah. But then you cut to him in his interviews, and he's like this fucking guy. Like he doesn't say that, but you know, it's just like it's it's funny. Yeah. And then Chris, like for the most of this night, is just like kind of complaining about the fact that Nate got a one on one, and that like he did this thing, and he was super honest with her, and he should have gotten it. She didn't listen to me. That's not transactional, dude. Like you don't just get to like I'm gonna do this so I can get this. Like he is. not how this works he's a hundred percent and don't ask me why i know this i just do he has at least a hundred times in his life said uh nice guys finish last oh yeah he gives off that vibe so hard because when in that talking head where you that you were just referencing he's literally like i did this for her and she's not doing this for me and it's like sir that's you being nice to someone doesn't mean they owe you shit 
Yeah, and then he keeps mentioning how he's waiting for Michelle to pull him. Yeah. Which I was just like, that's like, what? It's like the bachelorette. He's waiting on her to approach him. And then it was fucking. And then we get to the end of the night, and she's like, oh, where's Chris? And he joins in. And then she's like, okay, well, we're going to wrap up tonight. And, his and he's face like, what? Is like shocked. He, he does this like hands in the air kind of like shrug thing <laughs> and then jimmy said at this as this was happening he's like i bet he still thinks he's getting the rose <laughs> <laughs> like the group date rose somehow yeah. yeah and then clayton ends up getting the group date rose which didn't surprise me a ton because they did show him quite a bit yeah. for that date and he won the challenge and yeah. stuff so good for clayton uh it's our first little bit of understanding who he is and um that was kind of the group date oh yeah. actually another sidebar about the group date we find out um, that one of Chris's buddies in the house is Martin. Yeah, which, which was not surprising at this point. Which, like, Martin's also friends with Jamie, so that's interesting. Yeah, after who the Jamie you stuff, surround- I was like, yeah, of course. Who are you surrounding yourself with, dude? Um, um, so, so yeah. the one-on-one happens with Nate, of course, which He's just so made Chris, excited. you know, just shit in his boots. Chris literally is, like, triggered by Nate's name. Like, so at one point, I think it was on the group date, someone said Nate and he like his body like physically reacted to the same. I, like I'm not exaggerating. Like he so got funny. up, I think, and walked away. So they have a boat date, which is really cute. And on this boat um, date, Minnetonka, uh, Michelle's besties join them, um, and they're very nice. One of their names are Allie. I don't remember the other one. I can't remember um, either. But they ask him a ton of questions, and it was kind of funny because at one point they like ask a question to him about like who do you are there anybody here that is not here for the right reason? <laughs> and he and goes, he's like, well, oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Like of course they're asking yeah. you. They're not gonna ask Michelle right In now. Front they're, of you. they're asking you. Like <laughs> I love that. At that point, he goes, well, Chris said that I'm the guy here, you know, and he kind of yeah. tells him the story. And I love the question her friend asked, the one that was in the pink. That or reddish pink, whatever, who she was like, well, there was there anything you did where that he could have misinterpreted and like decided that? And I was like, ooh, I like that question because like it, how Nate answers that question will say a lot to me about Nate. Right. And he you answered know? it really well. And I well. thought he answered it really well where he was like, well, yeah, like I said this and I can see how he would have interpreted it as this. And I was like, ooh, self-awareness for the win. We fucking love it. Yeah. And at that point while I was watching the date, I was like, oh, look at them. They're looking at each other. They're so cute. And then like the next line Allie says is. I love how they look at each other. And I was like, me too. <laughs> no, they're really cute together. I think. I mean, I don't. I love this him. Is, this He's, is not a uh, an unpopular opinion, but I think Michelle likes him. <laughs> I, I, He's my number one. Like, Interesting. For her. Okay. Like, I, I think, I think she chooses him, but I also want her to choose him. Okay. Like, there's a couple of guys I really love, but I, for her and what I'm seeing, I want her to be with Nate. Interesting. Okay. He's my number one for her. you know her. where he's from? uh austin texas oh okay i couldn't I remember i don't know or at least that's where he's residing now i think all right so so they have a good day portion and they go into the night part of the day where they get to talk about a little bit more and nate talks about um how some of his relationships in the past haven't always been super fun and sometimes they were too serious and right. he, i like how he said he kind of like lost that that playful inner child side to it yeah and then this opens up michelle's conversation about one of her previous relationships where this was wild it was three years of a relationship and towards the end she started getting really like physically sick and they couldn't figure out what it was doctors all this stuff do you remember on that season she alluded with her when her parents came to the last relationship and they never elaborated and we were all so mad because we're like we don't know anything about the contestants we want to know more about michelle and like they kept like alluding to this last breakup the last breakup and now we're getting the story mm-hmm. of what the fuck and now we know why they didn't get into it so hard because it was like heavy as fuck yeah and she said that you know uh, at its worst is when he broke up with her and so then she had to move back home and um they're going in and out of doctor's appointments and after some time yeah, she he just, broke up with her while she was fucking sick and she was just starting to get better and then it just became a realization of just like the relationship was so like emotionally taxing and toxic yeah. that it made and anxiety her, inducing yeah, and it made her physically sick which, which i was like just oh man horrible in there man that's not fun and i just felt awful for her and she opened up to nate about that and nate definitely like i mean when she told him they broke up during the highest point of like her being sick and he was like 
what, what the fuck yeah, yeah. like he was As so most shocked people would react it. to that because that's so fucked up um and which actually it's not uncommon at all a lot of men leave it's like more specifically men leave women that are sick like mm-hmm. with cancer or whatever like when at a diagnosis it's very it's like a statistical reality that men will leave women yeah more often than women so will leave fucking men crazy so they have this they have this nice moment of just kind of sharing. They're with having each a other. seriously nice fucking date yeah. and moment. And, and then, then Chris comes. <laughs> I love to picture the idea of like Chris going to the producer and being like, Hey, so this is what I want to do. And the producer being like, Fuck yes, this is fucking great. Because like they're like, This date's going way too well. All the dates this week really have gone fairly smooth. They're like, Hell yeah, let's get you a car, buddy. Let's get you over there immediately. Part of me thinks, too, Chris is just like, she's not the one for me. Let's go out. I, I got to go get some TV time and let's yeah. go out with a bang kind Possibly. of thing. Um, and so, so he pulls Michelle. Well, he pulls Michelle and then Nate's face is just is, like, what the fuck? His face was a meme. It'll be a meme. It was so funny. Like, Chris is just so unhinged. Yeah. And he pulls her outside and they start talking and he's being kind of a dick. And Michelle said a sentence that I wrote down so I wouldn't fuck it up because I literally applauded in my 1.32 a.m. bedroom situation. And she said when she's referring to him basically interrupting her before the cocktail party the week before because he thinks he's Mr. Hero. Night in Sh- he literally says Night in Shining Army kind of thing last week, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and she says, I want a man who's going to stand up or stand and support me when I speak and not a man who is going to speak for me. This bitch, I love her. And the, the bitch is in a very kind term. They know. I know. <laughs> I just like, I, that was, a, I love that. I love that so much. We all felt that one. I um, love her. Yeah. And fuck I mean, that guy. there's really not much to say about their conversation because it's like the same shit. And Chris just doesn't have a point here. And Michelle says that. And then she also says, look, like at this point, this isn't it's happening. clear to me. It's you're not the one for me. It's no. not going to work. Let me walk you out. And he's like, huh? double blink, like <laughs> shocked. And then like, OK, he also at the same time that he kind of looks shocked. He also tries all the time to not look bothered. I know. And it bothers me. Um, I feel like he was just like, I, I've done enough for TV time, time He's to out, go. Yeah. Like, he was just like, great, okay. And, and Nate was just like, hey, <laughs> just I'm there. here. I'm really glad that Nate didn't go outside and try to stop it because that wouldn't, that's not what Michelle would want. It was like, like this, his personality to well, do yeah, that either. And, this, and I think like that's the difference is like not, there's many differences between Nate and Chris, obviously. But like Chris would have gone and interrupted. And, like, Michelle's whole point is, like, I can speak for myself. Thank you. She's like, I want your support, oh. but I don't need you to talk for me. Another thing that I love that Nate said at the boat with the friends was when they asked him the question. He didn't say Chris. Mm-hmm. He said his first reaction was, well, I, you know, Michelle can handle herself. Like, she knows, yeah. like, she, I trust her and she knows what, she, you know, she's smart. She can suss that out and she can make get rid of those guys as she pleases like i don't have to right. do any of that like i loved that answer too yeah he's uh, i adore him and that's the reason why she was like this has been my favorite day ever yeah. and he's like ever and she was like yeah ever and well like, and i think yeah. too like i think there's a difference between how chris i mean we none of us are fans of chris obviously but like he like took it upon himself when there wasn't an issue now if there was like a guy like there's been situations where the guys have gone to the lead or the women have gone to the lead whoever it is or like like let's bring up katie like katie goes and goes this this bullying thing is happening and she really felt like there was a reason to go yeah so well, the, there's yeah, that's there a was. reason to go you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean like i'm not i i support katie's decision on that 100 yeah, percent. still to this day chris didn't wasn't doing that and he was doing it to get and it's clear because he's basically said this. chris did it to get points with michelle not to protect well, michelle yeah, because he was like i should have gone the one-on-one yeah because I told on yeah. on Nate. And it's like, if you're doing it because truthfully your intention here is to protect this person you care about, go for it. Go be the tattletale. I fucking love it. But that's not what this was. Nope. So he gets walked out and Bye. Michelle and Nate get to finish their date off. They do fireworks. They're cute. so fucking cute. There are my Also, my they couple. were matching. I know. They're my <laughs> couple. I'm a, I am in love with them I'm as a couple. I'm happy that you're happy. And if she ends up with Joe, I will be okay with it. But like the same way that i felt about tyler c and hannah brown like having to be together yeah i will have the same reaction well i will I'm, always be rooting for nate and michelle i now know how you feel 
because you use that example. Yeah. Because I remember that feeling. Yeah. I want them so to be bad. Together. So I'm so, now I'm so I'm, happy they're ha- like she's right. happy with her new guy Adam. He's doing a TV show. Um, but like at that moment, that was all that like, mattered. Was right those after her season, people, and then at the beginning of COVID when they were together. Mm. <gasps> Oh, and then after her season aired and he slept over at her house. Anyways, that I, pair of social relationship was too strong. And I hope it I, still <laughs> gives me like the feels like I'm still like, oh, my God, I can't. What an I exciting time. I mean, we were absolutely doing nothing else too because it was quarantine. So, of course, alive. it was so much easier for us to like just be Part super involved. I want to read the book. But um, so, okay. so we move the end of the dates. Yeah. Let's move into the cocktail. Yeah. Um, so the cocktail is all the men. They're having all these cute little one-on-one things. Um, Brick and her are Have pretty cute adorable. Little walk thing. Yeah. And she asked him to, like, oh, would you move out yeah. here? And he was like, yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, okay. That's huge. I mean, like, I get that it's like someone's going to have to move, right? Like, it, we get that. But it's like, I just met you. Will you move with me move yeah. here? And that's crazy. It's, I know. And then it's Brandon's birthday. Oh, so she was, brings him a birthday cake. You know what was so cute about that was not that she brought him a cake, but his reaction was so surprised. He was like, wait, you got me a cake? Yeah. I, oh, he's so he's a child, but he's so cute. Yes. <laughs> and then her and Rodney have a nice little moment on the roof. They I love, love Minnesota. Him so much. I love him. I love Rodney. You know, we're having all these cute moments. So many cute moments. Like, I don't understand how this woman's supposed to choose. I love these men. It's how I felt with Tasha. Like, I, I was just... Yeah, I mean, it's just... I mean, Rodney is my top guy, I think. I love but him. But I really like this guy. Olu's amazing. I don't necessarily think Rodney's final guy, I but I do really like him and want oh him God. around for yeah. a while. But I also don't want him around for a while because I don't how want him to get hurt. would a Rodney Bachelor season be, though? I would vote for that. He has he's such, such an incredible personality. And he's, and he's so, so kind and like a teddy bear level adorable. And I just love I this love man. So, so there's a lot of great guys. <laughs> and then we get to Martin um, where they're talking about whatever and then and then Martin, out of nowhere he shares this thing where he says yeah like you know these miami girls are so high maintenance i'm so glad you're not and michelle he straight up pulled the you're not like other girls bullshit and i and michelle immediately clocks this and it's like oh uh can explain tell me more about that i love how she handled it that was a major red flag um, but she wanted to be like, okay, let me hear let me more make about sure why that is, right? I understand what you're saying before I get mad. Right. And so then he's kind of trying to explain it, but he's not really explaining it at all. And well, she's like, what, what does it mean to be high maintenance specifically? Because she's trying to kind of suss right. out, like, what does that mean to you? What I loved what her, when she was kind of qu- doing that line of questioning with him was when he, because he's, like you were saying, she asks him specifically, okay, what do you mean? And he explains what he feels high maintenance means. And then she asks him, okay, but how is that different? How is it different being high maintenance for a man or a woman? Yeah. Because he was being specific to women mm-hmm. and he didn't have an answer really for how high, men could be high maintenance. Right. Sir, your roots are coming in. But also, so, uh, <laughs> but also he was like saying things that I was like, that is part That's just of a healthy relationship that you're describing. Aside from the things where he was like, they want you to buy everything for them or something right. like that. I was like, okay, whatever. But like, there are certain things like they want you to do everything for them. And like, I don't know, like there are times where I can very clearly go get myself a glass of water on yeah. my own and I'll ask Jimmy and Jimmy will be like, yeah, sure. And then there Some are times. Big strong man. <laughs> but also there are times where Jimmy can clearly get himself a glass of water on his own. And then he'll ask me and I'll have like this urge of like, get it. I think I have just because like being a woman. Yeah. I'll have like a chip on my Make shoulder about sandwich, it. Bitch. But then I think about it and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> but I think about it and it's like, well, like I ask him to do these things when I'm feeling lazy and it makes yeah. me feel like taken care of and he should feel taken care of. And I just feel like we both take care of each other yeah. really well. So when he was saying these things, I was like, okay. Are you okay? Are you expecting for a half and half relationship or are you like just not wanting to do anything to take care of your partner? Have very specific gender role ideas of what a relationship should be that I guess you're allowed to have. I highly disagree. But Michelle doesn't strike me as the woman who's going to go with that. No. And while we're on the topic, hey, Jimmy, describe to us what a high maintenance woman is. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Putting him on the spot. That's a trap. um, And I'm not serious, but (laughs) 
I wouldn't even know what to describe high maintenance as, honestly. Like, I think it's different for everyone. And I don't really like the term high maintenance for I anybody. Think, I don't think high maintenance. Uh, I don't like. I, I, I don't think of high maintenance as like, a, I don't know. I think of selfish more. And I can tell you what selfish is. I like. Yeah. I can't tell you what high maintenance is because I don't think people I, wanting certain things out of a relationship yeah. are high maintenance if we've talked about it and we agree to like what kind of dynamic we're gonna have like you're gonna do this for me i'm gonna do this for, we're gonna take care of each other right. like when you're low and i'm feeling like good enough i'm gonna like help carry right. us through this and like vice versa i really hate the idea of describing another per- person as high maintenance high maintenance to me is like objects and i don't like this idea of describing what another person saying they have needs as high maintenance. And right. I think it's commonly a thing that is used to describe women, which was Michelle's point, I think. Exactly. And also like this, oh, they're needy. Oh, it's they're very this. Oh, gendered. they want. It's, it's very, very gendered. Very gendered. And it it immediately, it rubbed me the wrong way. And I took, it's actually on our Twitter and I think it's worth seeing. I, he goes, I mean, he goes later to say something uh, to the guys right. about it. And Rodney's reaction. Is all of us. Was <laughs> so immediate that that, and that's how you know the difference between like a solid guy and not so much because it was so quick. Yeah. When he's heard the term high maintenance come out, his whole body reacted. And I vid- I rewound it and videoed it and put it on our yeah. Twitter. I wanted to add, because now we're moving past this kind of since we're bringing up Rodney in his face. But I did want to add like another part of his of it being like a red flag yeah. is not only just saying high maintenance because I feel like what does that even really mean? What do like, you mean? I don't think anyone has a really good explanation <laughs> yeah. of high maintenance, honestly. But another part of it is the generalization of a group, mm-hmm. um, which Miami women, Miami women, and like Casey, Casey did the same fun thing. Fun fact has the same energy where yeah, he talks he said about it. how all women in Miami yeah. want to take blah 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 whatever. Uh, take pictures for their Instagram. Something like and that. And he's a social media person, which was also so another odd. layer to that weirdness. So I, when I hear that, like when a, when I'm if I'm on a date and a guy or or a girl is to say something and peace out, I'm in done. general about a population of women, especially since women have to deal with that more of that generalization stuff. Yeah, it's just a red flag, and it. I'm so glad Michelle didn't let it just kind of like pass Slide. by. I'm glad she just asked questions about it. And I it. love the way she asked questions because it would be because I know. If someone said that to me, I would be instantly defensive and mean about it. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I really like the way she waited and like right. asked questions and got clarity and still wasn't didn't seem happy. But I like the way she sat back and was like, let me make sure he's saying what I think he's saying before or let me make make him say it mm-hmm. in a sense where she goes, you're using high maintenance as a cover for your sexism. Yes. Say it. I want you to tell me what but you mean. And I also think it gives people an opportunity to think about what do they mean by that. Right. And it might be that Martin then in that moment was like, oh, oh shit. actually, wait, I don't really know what I mean by that. And that's okay, too, because yeah. I think all of us have... That's just what people say. That we're still like, oh shit, that was a stereotype. Like, yeah. or or shit, that was sexist. Like, there are still things that are have been so ingrained in our culture that when we really reflect on it, and someone is like, hey, what does that actually mean? We're like, oh fuck, wait, like, oops, that's not good that I say yeah, that. He and, did not, and but he didn't. He actually got weird about it because when he went to go tell the guys, he like didn't. He's like, you guys, what the he hell? He avoided saying he that did. it was a high maintenance thing. He said that. She got upset before mm-hmm. he said that, first of all. Yeah, he was talking about um, other stuff they had talked about. And then he was, like, pissed that she was, like, asking him questions. And I forget who pointed this out, but somebody said, Martin acts very differently around the guys than he does uh-huh. around I think her. it was Olu. Which, for me, I can't, like, I, not necessarily dated, but I've had crushes on guys where I've noticed that they're very different mm-hmm. around their friends than they are when they're with me. Right. And that was like my like, line. If you're making sexist jokes, but just around the boys, you're still a problem. Right. You know, like, and I, my, well, I can't I, trust you. Yeah. Cause I you're heard, not, I don't know who you are because you're, you're not telling me that because you have one character around me and you have one character on other people. Yeah. I want to date Which someone. Which one are you? I want to be with someone who I know who they are. And when we go into a social setting, I mean, I wasn't in a relationship with someone at some point where we would be, around groups of people and they would act so differently than we were on our own and it would put me in this weird position of having to also play a character but i wouldn't and then i would just i just came off like dismissive and like 
I don't know, like introverted. It's a, very, it's a very Jake Gyllenhaal, Taylor Swift situation here. I don't know, but I believe you. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like when someone said that, I was like, no go. Yeah. Like, no go. I think if, it was Olu. I, I think so. And yeah, I just, I, Martin's not the one. And he was not the one well, before. I mean, I haven't thought he was the whole time. And now I'm like, get out of here. And the whole time, like we're going into the rose ceremony and the whole time I'm like, all right, Martin's out. Nah. And I don't know why. I knew it wasn't true because, like, he had a one-on-one. Like, she can't – she's probably not going to dismiss someone so quickly right. from one conversation. She probably needs more clarity and stuff. So, yeah. like, I get it. But he did not go. And so now we're in the rose ceremony and we have some good news and some bad news. I'm upset. Um, good I'm news really upset. Is, well, Chris S. left. That's that's yeah. the good news. Um, Casey slash Dax Shepard left, which, yeah. I mean, his edit's been really neutral, so who knows? I just don't like his fun facts. Um, and unfortunately... <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. Leroy has left the building. I'm upset. I'm so sad. He's so sweet. Every I, time he came up on the screen, he just always has this fucking smile on I his face. Him. He's just so adorable. He's such like a positive light yeah. every time he comes up and he's I, gone. I'm upset. I'm not surprised because I didn't think it was going to go very far. Yeah. But I'm mad that I don't get to see him anymore and he better be in paradise. Oh, he has to be. But, yeah. So, so that's the episode aside from the preview. I don't really recall um, too much aside just from the standard. The preview went real far ahead. So yeah. the preview showed like hometowns and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but only like non-specific stuff. So we can't really tell who's like we didn't see the guys. We saw parents and then we saw Michelle's parents and stuff. So um, that's interesting. It sounds like they go to Mexico. I think I heard Mexico Looks be like mentioned. It. Makes sense. I feel like COVID wise, that's it, more yeah, it less traveling. Maybe they could have hung out around where Paradise happened and yeah. you know be comfortable where they were. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I, I'm excited for the rest of the season. Do we have an episode next week because of Thanksgiving? I don't know. I don't know. I, I hadn't actually I, looked at that. I was. I met. I made a note of, to. I mean, myself. we're all gonna be home. Why not? I know. To, well, <laughs> to listen for because sometimes they'll be like in two weeks or next week, you know. Oh. And I couldn't hear. I didn't hear anything specific. Probably. I mean, if not, then we won't have. A, Obviously, there won't be a podcast if uh, there's no if episode. there's no episodes. But I haven't heard anything. I don't really know. Well, we'll um, check. But we'll let you know. So, Rose. Rose and trash bag slash do betters. I have a rose okay. while you're thinking of yours. I have my trash bag, not my rose. Okay. So go ahead. All right. Um, so my rose this week is going to go to Nate because I think so far from what we've seen, obviously, we don't know these people 100%. Um, he is someone that I trust based off his responses. Cool. Uh, he seems a, very um, in touch with his emotions. Um, very emotionally intelligent. He seems like he's done some work to understand how to be a better partner in relationships. Um, I really like how he looks at Michelle. I really like how he treats Michelle. I just, I think he is probably the most perfect person for her specifically. He's not, not to say that the other guys aren't great, but I just love um, how Nate's been handling himself this whole season. And what I love the most about him is that he's not this like, it hasn't been out of like pure perfection. Like he loves, he loves to be in the middle of the gossip. Yeah. Like he loves to be like uh, knowing about the drama and stuff, right. which I'm the same way where it's like, you can still be nosy and a good person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. And I just feel like he's doing a really good job of like showing his personality and like also showing like him in a very serious and romantic setting, which is the point of this whole fucking thing. So there you go. kudos to you. All right. The whole time you were talking, I was going back and forth between two guys. Wow. I know. Where'd I mean, I was listening to you, but like, I was also trying to figure it out. So I'm going to go with. Meeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by its toe. If he hollers, Guess who let it him is. Go. And maybe if it's one of them, I'll go with that guy. Uh, Rodney or Joe? Okay. I'm going to go with Rodney because it was between Rodney or Olu. Okay. So I'll go with Rodney. Um, mostly just because I like him. And <laughs> I also like, I liked one, that reaction I mentioned to the high maintenance comment. I just feel like I'm like, he's a feminist. Like, I just saw it. I, when I saw it, was it, visceral. it really, yeah, he, it, it was a full body reaction. And it's a similar reaction to what I think I personally would have if someone said so, that to me. Hey, Ashley, I just called women high maintenance just like, and she uh, got mad. Yeah, How like, dare she, right? And it just, and I love like, it. what'd you say? Yeah. And I think I really like what I like about Rodney. <laughs> I go full Smashly and just like, yeah, I would. Like, that's what I felt like. Roddy was like, what? And then he's like, hold on. Hold on. Let me. 
But what I like about Rodney is clearly he feels feelings because we saw it. But he <laughs> does he isn't in the drama in a way that bothers me. And he his little moment with Michelle on the roof was fucking cute. And we didn't get a ton of Rodney time, but the time we got, I just really like him. I trust him. I would let him hold my drink at a party. Yeah. Like, easy. And Rodney, okay, Rodney holding your drink at a party would look like his hand is on top uh-huh. of your drink, and he's vibing, and yeah. each time a guy comes around near he's him, like, he's no, moving it to the no, other no. side. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I really trust him, and I have <laughs> no reason to, because I've never met this man. I know. But I, I do. I trust the shit out of him. <laughs> and I don't trust a lot of people. Um, And so, yeah, I, Rodney's my guy. Ugh. Isn't Ronnie the one that also likes brunch? I think he does. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about guys who will Listen. just add brunch to their fun facts that really just vibe with us. Also, you know what? I think I'm going to go out on a limb here on the brunch thing. I think it's a feminist trait because brunch uh, is traditionally uh, looked at as like a female, like that feminine thing. So basically and what I'm hearing when is... When men love brunch, I'm like feminist. We're going to do a brunch episode um, oh. and we're inviting Trey Rodney and Rodney. And Trey. And we're all just going to have mimosas and some breakfast and just play games. And record. I'm getting so excited really at the thought. I but... because we both have slight tears in our eyes because we really wanted that would be great. We're just like imagine Anyways, it's fine. We just want to have brunch. Honestly, we're more emotional about brunch than we are <laughs> about anything. All right. Who's your uh, do better or trash bag or I'm both? I'm going to go with a do better. Okay. For Martin. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't. Here's the thing. If he repeats any of the sexist traits another time it turns into trash bag (laughs) but if it was a true misunderstanding which is how he was explaining it apparently he was he was you know what he said actually i'm switching into trash bag because of this comment he goes oh my god it was a misunderstanding on her end so i'm switching into trash bag because i just remembered that karen freaked out because she knew exactly where i was gonna go with that so actually i'm sorry i switched it uh trash bag behavior on martin's part because that's that's insane i know it's our podcast you can change your mind when new information is presented it's allowed it's allowed (laughs) and it's trash bag behavior (laughs) so yeah so martin gets my trash bag award this week because i didn't like that you have to be able to admit if you're part of the miscommunication. It's fine if you are. They happen because we're people and we don't always express ourselves properly and adequately. But you have to admit, be able, if you're an adult, you have to be able to admit that you did that too. Absolutely. So fuck you, dude. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> also, the hair, I still can't. <laughs> I know. I know. It kills me. Um, I think I have a do better, but like, I don't really know because. Martin's really the only one, and I don't really want to waste my breath on Chris. I mean, um, at this point, who so cares about him? So, I do better just going to go a little bit to editing, just because I keep... I don't know what it is, but I keep seeing Clayton, and I just... I'm waiting to know more. I know And he keeps staying, and I, I just... I'm like, what? <laughs> Why do you keep doing this? Like, you're giving us him saying how good things are, but you're not actually letting us see the relationship develop as we've been seeing with the other men. Right. Like, like, we are watching edits of the other men with the relationships develop, but with, like, Clayton, we know nothing, and apparently the relationship's developing, because yeah. Clayton says it's developing. And he continues to show up and further out previews, so it's being... It's implied that he's going to be around for a minute. I just keep waiting, because I, fe- I keep waiting, and yeah. I'm just like, okay, now we're, like, what, ten guys? Yeah. No. I think we're down to at least ten, like, or at most ten. His mom's a teacher. Uh, Can yeah. we get that's, a little I know more that. info? <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I like that one. That one's cool. Yeah, I'm that's good it. with it. All right. Anything else, Jimmy? Um, Anything for our Jimmy. listeners? You know, because you always say something at the end. Nope. <laughs> there it is. That was really good. That Thank was just you. for you, Jimmy. Jimmy stands out there. If you made it there. to this long, congratulations. You got to hear Jimmy talk. That was your thing. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We're posting on TikTok again. <laughs> Karen, it's been Karen a minute. took over. I, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was my fault always. Um, so <laughs> the details are in the description. Uh, make sure to subscribe and please leave a review. And please, please, please share this with your friends, with your family, with Everyone that you know who watches the show, everyone you know who doesn't watch the show, who cares? Make them watch it. Listen to it. I don't know. Just share it. Also, thank you if you have. Uh, thank you, all of you, for still listening to us. I'm sure you're just as burnt out. And for whatever reason, we're all a little bit still into watching it. Um, it's Michelle. <laughs> like, we complain, but we still go. So thank you so much for sharing us and continue, continuing to listen to us. Um let us know all your very opinionated thoughts and thank you for letting us steal you for a sec.